Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. Welcome back. There's a lot that I could be saying right now about the riots, about all the destruction, the burning in the street, the disorder that's going on across our nation. But I'm going to spare you of all of that because I'm sure you are like me. You're being bombarded with a lot of news about what's going on. But I'm going to tell you the key is disorder. And it's not disorder that we're seeing in the streets. I want to invite you to listen to me for the next few moments because we're not hearing where the true issue is. There is disorder in our nation today because things are out of order. Now, what do I mean by that? Things are out of order because the heart is out of order. Now, I know that you would expect me to talk about racial divide, police brutality, and these are legitimate concerns. They are truly legitimate. My hand is up with you. But I'm telling you, they are not the real problem. They are simply manifestations of the problem. And the enemy, he would continue to keep you blinded. He's done a good job to blind many of the church. I'm talking to the church And he's done a real good job to blind the church from what the real problem is. And we're out here chasing, we're chasing all these legitimate things, and it's out of order. And when the heart is out of order, everything flows out of that, and our life will be out of order. Our homes will be out of order. Our communities will be out of order. And you know what the result? Society will be out of order. So I want to talk about this because until we get our focus on what the real issue is and we start to address the issue, this is not going to end up real well. And that is an alarm. That is a wake-up call to the church that I want to issue. So what I want to talk about is our part, the church part. Because I tell you, I'm not hearing it today. And to me, it is very, very clear. Because the church is the one that has the solution to all of this disorder, to all of this chaos, to all of this confusion, this destruction. And God always has the answer to every issue that we face to every issue in society. As we go through life, you can run to God, the Word, which we've already established. That is our thing. God's going to resolve all of this. we got to put the Word on it. It's because the Word will bring the solution. As we pray and then put the Word on it, God will bring the solution. And this is the part that I am not hearing. we got to address the issues in the proper order. And it always starts with the heart. 
it always starts with the heart because as you begin to address what's going on in the heart, it begins to address the emotions that are played out that we see manifested. And then the emotions, we see all of those in the physical things that happen. It is so simple. It's, I mean, it's the way God made us. It's the way God created us. And we see this all the way back to Genesis 1, 26 and 27, when God said, we will make man in our image in three parts. And God is the God of order. And he always starts with dealing with the heart when he's going to resolve an issue. Because the heart then begins to get the emotions and the mind and our thinking in the proper order so that we can go walk out truth. And truth will always display. It will always show itself in righteous acts and the effect will be peace. And I'm telling you, it's in that order. I, I, I can remember, I think back to the days when I practiced law and going into the courtroom. There was something the judge always required of every attorney that would walk before the bench and present a case. He always wanted to know. Any brief that you presented always wanted to know what's the issue. The judge expected you to define the issue. He wanted you to bring the issue before the court, put the law on it, address the facts of the case, and then come to a resolution, either a judge-decided case or a jury-decided case. And it was that simple. But let me tell you, it's always a trick of the enemy, always a trick of the other party, to confuse the issues. Because if you can confuse the issues, you can get off and you'll never find the right resolution. Because the issue before us today is an issue of the heart. And this lines up with the word, Proverbs 4.23. Listen, guard your heart with all diligence. Why? He tells us, because out of the heart flows all the issues of life. Everything that we are facing today is a result, is a working out of what is in the heart. So to resolve this, we have to go all the way back to where it began. And where did it begin? Where did the corruption, where did the wound, where did the hurt first start? It started in the heart. So our issue today, let me tell you where our issue today began. It didn't start with misappropriating guidelines for police or the lack of appropriating guidelines for police. It didn't start with, and we could go right on down the gamut. I don't want to go there because let me tell you, it's not the focus. The focus is the heart. The real issue is an age-old issue. It's coming out of the heart. And here's what the enemy is fighting for. The enemy is coming after the land. It's always been the fight. It continues to be the fight. And let me tell you what the enemy does. The enemy will use tools to help 
fight and win his battle. And also to distort so that you can't clearly see what the real fight is about. But the fight is about the land. Because let me tell you, whoever owns the land controls the laws. Whoever controls the laws controls the people. And it is just that simple. Now, why do I say it's an issue for the land? I tell you, you can go all the way back to the Word of God in Genesis. And we start in Genesis 13. And I just want to give you just a brief outline right here. And I trust that you will go back and read this for yourself and clearly see even the depth of what I'm saying. If we had time on this podcast, I would teach you right through this. But I want to hit the high points to show you where this issue started, why it continues to be an issue, and how we need to get in the fight. We see in Genesis 13, where God appears to Abram, and he tells Abram, I'm going to promise the land of Canaan to you. And then in Genesis 15, God appears to Abram, and he promises him a child, the child Isaac, who's going to come from his very body. Then we see in Genesis 16, Sarai, she appears, and she's going to take matters into her own hands, and she's going to fix this problem because she sees that she and Abram are old, very mature in age, and their bodies are past childbearing age. So she gets her maidservant and gives her maidservant to Abram, and Abram and the maidservant have a child, and they name this child Ishmael. And in Genesis 17, we see where God appears to Abram. And God's going to straighten out what Sarah got twisted around, got things out of order. So God appears to Abram and he changes his name to Abraham. And at this point, that name change is critical because at this point, God makes a new covenant with Abram. This is so important to see this. And the new covenant for the child now is with Abraham. And so this covenant is between God and Abraham and Abraham's descendants. And of course, we know his descendant, the son Isaac, the promised child that was going to come from Abraham's loins was not Ishmael. It was Isaac. And it was going to inherit the blessing through Isaac and not Ishmael. And so in within that, because God made it very clear that Ishmael was not the one that would get the blessing, have the inheritance of the land. Ishmael, because it was not going to be between Ishmael and his descendants, but Isaac and his descendants. In the heart, you can begin to see through the manifestations and what happened in Ishmael's life. You can begin to see that something happened in his heart. And you can begin to see that out of this heart, out of this desire for the inheritance, the desire to have the inheritance for the land, in the heart, we see jealousy. We see rejection. In the heart, we see bitterness. In the heart, for what was done to Ishmael, he took an offense. And out of this offense toward Isaac and Isaac's descendants, 
this bitterness, this hatred, this anger, this unforgiveness begins to rage and it brings a vengeance. So what is the real issue? The real issue is the evil that is in the heart because that's where it all sprung from. Because Ishmael's response to this started in the heart. I say this all the time. What really is the issue in our life is how we respond to the things that happen to us. And right here, Ishmael's response became the issue of his heart. And out of creating a land, a, a, a growth area for hatred and bitterness and evil, the unforgiveness and so forth, it really became the fuel for how Ishmael and his descendants walked forward. So what do you do? You always have to address the heart issues. Why? Because that's where the issue started. Until then, you're just kind of putting out fires out here. And before you come back and resolve where all the destruction and all the chaos and all the confusion and all the, the, the hatred starts, all the wickedness from where it flows until you come back and address that, you're simply just putting a Band-Aid on the wounds because all of this sprang from the evil heart. So today, the phase of the battle that we are in for the land that I contend started way back in the days of Abraham and between Isaac and Ishmael and the battle for the inheritance the phase that we are in today, the history that we're walking today, we don't need to be fooled by the tools the enemy is using. We just need to look at what the real issue is and then begin to deal with the issues. Because you see, if the enemy can acquire the land, as I said before, he can create these laws. And when he creates these laws that are contrary to the word, then those people will be subject to the laws because those people that control are being controlled out of an evil heart and not a righteous heart. And another thing we have to be attentive to is that the enemy will always bring enough truth to lure you in to his fight and get your focus off of what the real issue is. So how how do we get in this fight so that it will end well? How do we become the church, a part of the resolution to what we are dealing with today so that the result truly is justice and not injustice, so that the result really is righteousness and not unrighteousness, and that truly it's not unrest and we do reach peace where we can live in a land, peace, it always starts in the heart. And so you go back and you address the heart. And this is where all of us in the church, we have to start this. We have to start this conversation. We have to start this taking the flashlight in our own heart. We have to agree to take this flashlight in our own communities to make sure 
that our hearts are right. And we search it for the same things that we saw come out of the heart of Ishmael for wanting to start this battle for the land so that he could control. You search it. Is there any jealousy? Is there anywhere you have taken an offense of what has happened to you and you've responded out of what happened to you by being offended and now by being offended it is what dictates your steps going forward this is what all of us in the church have to look at is there rejection are you responding out of a heart of being rejected out of a heart of bitterness out of a heart of unforgiveness hatred all these things of evil you search the heart But the root of it is always pride. Pride is always what breeds the poisonous tree. And we rise up and say, I'll demand, I'll demand, as Ishmael did, I'll demand to get my land. I'll demand to get my inheritance. But is it out of a heart of humility or out of a heart of pride? This is our season. This is our season to search the heart. Now, in conclusion, for the church to look at this and the church to be a part of resolving all this chaos that we're in the midst of, let's don't miss bringing to the table the real answer, the real solution. Because remember, it always starts in the Word. And so in our attempt to resolve this, and we've got a lot of voices out there that are speaking how to resolve this chaos, you know, how to settle these issues and all this destruction and injustice. We've got a lot of voices, but we've got to make sure that the spiritual solution has a seat at the table. Because if it doesn't, then we're going to miss the real issues, the issues that, that are springing from the heart that will go unresolved and will never, will never reach the resolution of peace. So as this round table of discussion is starting to happen, and I'm already hearing churches not speaking to the word of dealing with heart issues and, and, and pulling up this, these um offenses, pulling up this hatred, pulling up this bitterness, pulling up this um, prejudice, pulling up all these things that, that may be in the heart. As the church begins to think about plans that they will put on paper to implement, to try to resolve this, I want to caution the church I'm talking about the church, the body of Christ. I want to caution the church that we have got to be prepared to help be a part of this, not by proposing more programs or, or, or proposing more thoughts, the best that man can come up with. We got to be ready to bring to the table the real solution. And it's got to start with the church. So church, let's be willing. Let's be willing to be a part of the solution. Hey, make sure our own hearts are right before God and then begin to speak it. Be the word, be the voice that when we come to the table, that we'll be willing to sound the alarm, to bring the real solution to the table. Well, I know I've gone way too long on this podcast, but my 
my goal was to help us see what the real issue is. And then when we see the real issue, where we are in the fight, and where we are in the fight, how we as the church, we truly do have a resolution to this. And that we must be willing, we must be willing to be a part of the resolution. And to speak it, to speak the word, and to fast and to pray and watch God move on our behalf. My prayer is that you'll be in the fight. And you will be in the fight from a position of where the real fight is. And then be willing to do as the Holy Spirit leads you. You be blessed and be on mission as Christ leads you. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.